welcome to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. Hello from Brenda. We just celebrated Valentine's Week by focusing on love. In our last podcast, New Fresh Love, you might check it out on your podcast app. But this week, we're going to explore just how love can make a personal difference and a global difference. With all of the challenges and the conflicts and the losses that you and I experience on this spinning globe, love is a challenging subject. Still, what the world needs most is love. Even songwriters agree. In 1965, Hal David and Burt Bacharach wrote the song hit, What the World Needs Now is Love Sweet Love. Some of you might remember that song. On your worst days, your lonely days, you know that what you need is a deep abiding love. You need God's love. As we discuss the topic of love, which is a spiritual gift, in fact, it is always called the greatest of the greater gifts, we're going to talk even more about other gifts, some of the other greater gifts. To do justice to that topic, we're going to need to explore some scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, which is often called the love chapter, concludes that the greatest quality to aspire to is love. It is always the greatest of the greater gifts. Two other greater gifts mentioned are faith and hope. If you are a Jesus follower, you have a spiritual gift set. There is a full list of all spiritual gifts in chapter 12. But no matter what your individual gift set is, you need love. It boosts the value and the usefulness of your gifts. In fact, love is the only admirable motive under all gifts and skill sets. Still, to display love, you need to do certain things. This is where your spiritual gifts come in. And this is how you reach into the world, starting with your own family. All spiritual gifts are from God. The gifts of greater value, from His perspective, build up, encourage, and nurture His people. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 1-19 through 19, compares two specific gifts. We're going to talk about those two today. Very interesting. Speaking in tongues and prophecy. Those are not common terms that we use very often today, but they're really important. At least Scripture thinks they are. And since God is the one who inspired His Scriptures, we know that He also believes that those two topics are something that we should look at. So let's see what those spiritual gifts are like, and especially when each one is motivated with the greatest gift, love. Why would we spend time talking about something like tongues or prophecy? 
Those two topics really sound irrelevant in today's world, but I'm guessing they are more relevant than you might suspect. And I know that they have been vastly misunderstood. So, let's spend some time with those two. We're going to start with tongues. Speaking in tongues has often been coveted through the centuries, possibly because of its sensationalism. It's quite an experience to speak in a beautiful, heavenly language you previously did not study to learn. Tongues is a personal edification experience for only you. It's a unique opportunity to express your love for God. Many believers do not have this gift, and that's okay. Without the presence of an interpreter, speaking in tongues has no place in public worship. If an interpreter is present, they convert this limited personal experience into value that is then multiplied to others by sharing the message in a language that everyone understands. If the message is truly from God, it will strengthen, encourage, edify, instruct, and very likely comfort people who are listening. That's from 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Those people will not be confused or fearful or even insulted by the experience. This is in contrast to when people hear the language that they actually don't understand And when it is inserted into public worship time, they have no idea how to respond. They will probably think something more like, those Jesus followers are nuts. They're out of their mind. And that is actually mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 23. I guess Paul had the same idea. Speaking in tongues, however lovely does not compare to the regular, common, daily love for others. It does not hold a candle to the faithful daily duties you carry out in Jesus' name. Your hard work and kindness bring credibility to the words of love that you give to those who are around you. You do that through your actions. Your faithful service back the claims of your love, just as Jesus' faithful sacrifice and service backs his claims of God's love. Paul spoke in tongues, but he puts this gift at the very bottom of the list of spiritual gifts, and he contrasts that to a gift of greater value on the list. Prophecy. Not every believer has this gift either, and that's okay. Let's talk about prophecy just a little bit here. It has a completely different purpose than tongues. It strengthens, encourages, it instructs, and it comforts other Christians. As a spiritual gift, Its meaning is not to predict the future, as some have commonly misthought. Instead, it provides practical action steps for life. 
whereas tongues edifies one person without an interpreter, prophecy edifies all believers. It also provides an intelligent, welcoming message to people who don't know Jesus yet. Tongues expresses love for God privately, but prophecy expresses God's love for all people, and it provides a practical instruction for believers to show their love back for God. They do this through their daily choices, their actions. Whereas tongues is a momentary experience and a special memory, prophecy focuses on daily living issues, addressing the hard work of living well. It gives practical, necessary teaching and training to nurture growth, to encourage discouraged hearts, to provide critical direction and details and to stimulate courage in the deep recesses of each believer's soul. The exponential effect of prophecy, motivated by love, far outweighs tongues. It is to be desired much more highly because it has the power to express love for God and His people in the most critical, ordinary practical manner. God values order and purpose in spreading His message of salvation and hope. He wants His people to grow up in their faith, to get beyond private edification, and to invest in nurturing other believers into maturity. This puts legs to your private walk and talk with God, adopting His very heart for lost people. Usually I have some kind of an application section whenever we have a blog or a podcast. For this particular topic, I have some questions for you that have to do with the gifts and the greater gifts. First of all, what is your spiritual gift set? Do you know? If you don't know, ask God to show you what your spiritual gift set is that He gave to you. Prayerfully study 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Ask others who know you well to give you feedback. And you know there are some spiritual gift assessment tools that you can take to help determine what your set is. Then explore how to use your spiritual gift set to build others up on a regular, practical basis. And while you're at it, exercising your spiritual gift, why not let love motivate your spiritual gift set? This love is not a feeling. It's a decision. Build others up with the greatest of the greater gifts, love. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org, your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook 
on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.